What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to It Holds Up, the show where the three of us watch older movies and see if they are still good today. On the program, we are talking about the Boondock Saints. Woo. I'm Jeremy Miller. I'm Jason Gray. I'm Jason Flynn. And let's see if it holds up. All right, everybody, welcome back. As we said at the beginning of the episode, today we are talking about the Boondock Saints. Now I'm so excited, and, and I just can't hide it. it. I'm about to lose control, and I think I like it. Uh. Ooh. Fucking Jay Gray, dude, with the interlude. Is that an interlude? I don't sure. Anyways, yep. um, we're going to briefly ask you, audience, listen, if you haven't heard before, we're trying to become official critics on Rotten Tomatoes. And in order to do so, they require certain things of us, one of which is a, pers- uh, a number of ratings and reviews. So if you feel inclined and want to support us at the show, that's how you can do it. We are very grateful for those that do. Mr. Jason Gray. Sup, dog? Before we even get into today's film, which is, of course, The Boondock Saints, <clears throat> if you could distill for the audience what it means for a movie to either hold up or not hold up. So I just realized during your little, hey, help us out situation up top. Yeah. That I was going to be doing this. Yeah, yeah. And I've been really good at like being ready. Planning ahead. And I think it's because I usually, it's the morning time. Yeah. And I take a shout, shout. Yeah, yeah. And I got shout thoughts. Yeah, dude. Shout thoughts are the best. Your boy, it's not the morning. No shout, no shout thoughts. However. Okay. Jeremy. Yes, sir. Have you ever envisioned yourself as a part of a criminal syndicate. There was no visualization necessary, my man. I was going to say, I feel like Jeremy (laughs) is maybe even perhaps still in one. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Oh, God. Stop Um, the recording. So let's say in this quote-unquote fictional situation. (laughs) Not real. There were a lot of very bad people. Yes, sir. Okay? Yeah. And you, uh, let's say you're... Mark's probably listening, right? One of your, your best friend in the whole world. I hope so. Right? Yeah, I hope he better fucking be. <laughs> and does is there another like childhood friend besides Mark? Um, he's he's pretty much it, man. All right. Well, let's say from that long ago. Got it. So from the crime syndicate. Yeah. Let's say that like during this uh, fictional situation where you're in a criminal syndicate, Mark comes up to you, and is like, "Hey, bud." You know, I have something to tell you. Yeah. And I you can't tell anybody. Uh-oh. But I'm kind of into uh, killing bad people. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's something he would say, too. And I can't, you know, I can't tell anybody besides you because I trust you. Yeah. But I got an itch to scratch. Yeah. And it's a little vigilante situation. Mm-hmm. And I think you could maybe help me out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah. And so the Ehu Dehu is yeah. Ehu. It holding up is you take the time to kind of paint Mark a picture yeah. of all of these bad people. Yep. And you help him carry out assassinations. Assassinations for the betterment of society. I like that part. And it's it's tough. And it's it's very challenging, yeah. both mentally, spiritually, and obviously physically. Physically, for sure, dude. You got to be in good shape to be doing hits. 
Um, and it all it all kind of happens. Yeah, and it feels good. The news obviously covers it. Yeah, they're like, "Oh, is this bad vigilante?" Like the classic, like, "Is this good for society or is this bad?" Like, yeah. "Oh, we have to track him down. He can't be doing the taking the law into his own hands." You see, <laughs> but still, it feels good. Yeah, I'm doing my part. Or, uh oh, you tell Mark about, you know, you, you line it all up. You you tell him how to make it happen. <sighs> yeah, and you start, you know, you start checking the box, the proverbial bad. People boxes. Yeah. And by checking off the boxes, I mean you're checking them out of life. Oh, shit. I'm Whoa. killing these dudes. You're gone. Oh, man. And, you know, the first one happens and it doesn't feel good at all. Yeah. Like I, I have remorse. Yeah. Yeah. And like the news comes on. It's not just like, hey, it's a vigilante. It's just like, hey, this, you know, they were a, not the best person, but they helped out the community. Father of four. You know, they were more of like a, a Robin Hood character, which you didn't really. You know, uh, understand or know. What I should have done more research. Yeah, and it just like it's it doesn't go well, and like the yeah. next one happens, and uh, uh, it gets real messy. Yeah. Oh, I it, leave some DNA on the scene. Oh, uh, I mean, if you're into that. Well, I was um, just thinking like a hair or something. Oh yeah, yeah, your yeah, hair, yeah. not jizz. <laughs> I mean, now now that's out there. Yeah. Um, we are on Dehu. You know what I mean? It's true. And uh, the moral of the old story here, yes, sir, is that in that fictional. Situation. Yep. It doesn't hold up. No shit, dude. Boy, these are pretty high stakes Super for the Dehu Ehu situation. This is pretty intense. Yeah, I this mean, one's intense. What are we watching, boys? Yeah, boy. I mean, this is where we're going tonight. Uh, so if I may, I'm going to break it down a little bit further. Let's get closer to the ground. Please do. For the audience, for a movie to hold up, that means we're having a good time while we watch it. Mm. It means we're going to tell people, yo, when's the last time you ran Boondock Saints? That shit slaps. Run it back, Doc. Run it. <laughs> Uh, and uh, we will come back and watch it again in the future. Ooh, now, if the movie doesn't hold up, that means we're not having a good time watching it. It means that uh, we're not. T- we're telling people to steer clear of this thing, and we're never going to watch it again. <laughs> Bummer, dude. <laughs> so that's what it means for a movie to hold up Bummer, or not dude. hold up. <laughs> yeah. So at this point of the show, we're going to kick it to in-house news correspondent Jason Flynn. <laughs> Jason Flynn, tell us all about Boondock Saints. Tell them. It's a movie. Yes. Nice. Hey, good good thing good. we're doing it then. It was, <laughs> I almost said recorded, filmed in 1999. 99. What a great year, huh? It's obviously rated R, if yeah. you've ever seen this movie. It's, it's, a, uh, it's not a... Uh, Family fun flick. It's not yeah. for the kids. Not for the kiddos, dude. No nope. sirs. Nope, nope. Um, mainly because we'll forget to bring it up later. Hour 48. Okay, Ooh, I like so. that. I like that. Like I it tells me that right that. next to the year. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be real. I remember this thing being way longer. Yeah. I thought we were in for two and a half tonight, guys. Oh, uh, I didn't think it was going to be that long. So this is great news. That's what she said. Great, great news. Huh? Ding. All right, so two Irish Catholic brothers become vigilantes and wipe out Boston's criminal underworld in the name of God. Hell yeah, dude. I kind of feel like is that's this, the entire, not just a synopsis, that's all of it. Just think if this, is this a darker version of the Blues Brothers? <laughs> I think it kind of is, dude. <laughs> Good on, parallel, bro. We're on a mission, we're on a from, mission God. from God. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe oh, it is. I think Blues Brothers should be an OC Who episode. Yeah, there's no way that doesn't hold up. Yeah. So we've got some interesting... I think this might be our most interesting cast. Really? 
I th- I'm going to throw this out there. Mm-hmm. I think this is maybe our most interesting movie. Interesting. Oh. oh. Like, it definitely <laughs> is. So interesting. It's, in a way, it's kind of one of the most odd ones. It, it doesn't feel like it fits. Uh, it's it's Much it's like ni- Stupid Labyrinth. It's Nietzsche or Niche. I like Nietzsche. <laughs> Yeah. Frederick. Or, or, Frederick. Or, or Nietzsche, which is Nietzsche. somebody else yeah. completely different. Yeah, man. Speaking of people with weird names, Willem Dafoe. Yeah, man. Oh, Will Daddy. There was a firefight! Yeah. It's such an iconic part of this movie. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and talk about, when we talk about interesting or weird, his character in this. So good. And, and so if bizarre. The gay detective. <laughs> and I'm just going to, like, so good. Let's, let's be like go up a little higher. Willem Dafoe as a being. Mm-hmm. Is very peculiar, very interesting. Willem Dafoe hasn't had a bad acting credit in his life, even if the movie was he was good at he was acting good in it. I don't know if I can Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, dude. I think he's still he good. Crushes it as Green Goblin. <laughs> yeah, even though that movie's a little hokey, he goo. All right, hold on. We're going. We're going down the filmography. I'll tell you what, there's Since a couple on there I'll never watch again, dude. <laughs> Antichrist. <laughs> Fucking dude. <laughs> so, we've recently seen The Northman. Yeah. Weird. He was okay in it. Like, it, it was, he wasn't in it enough. He no. was in it for like, did you ever see it? I have not seen it. We won't go into super detail, but I will say. Go see it. It's worth a watch. Disappointing yeah. that he had such a tiny part, whereas yes. in the preview it made it seem like he's it. I definitely thought he would be a pivotal character. No. I'm glad yeah. that I know this going in because that yeah. would have hurt me. Yeah, yes. I don't want you to be disappointed on Thank that. you for that. Who else is in this movie, Flinny? But I'm not done talking about other crap. All right. I will go. The Lighthouse, but dude. Y'all lighthouse. see The Lighthouse? He, he was good in that. That movie uh, is He's madness. in so much stuff I've never seen that I can't make a good prediction of whether you were right or wrong, so I'll just say you're right. Yeah, no, I he I'm pretty familiar with his catalog. And like Jay nailed it, there are movies he's in that are not good, but he himself was good in them. Hmm. Yes. So the two brothers are uh, Norman Reedus, who yeah. has, especially in the last ten years, really ramped up his fame with Walking Dead. Yeah. Didn't Which the is other one die? Sean Patrick Flannery. I think he died. Uh, is he dead? IMDb does not have a death date on there. Sean Patrick Flannery. <laughs> So, and I feel like they would have said that. Uh, he was famous when we were kids for Powder. Remember Powder about no. that albino guy? Oh, Never shit. Seen he, was the, he was the guy? He was Powder. Hmm. Um, but he's kind of the odd man out in this. He's not in a lot of big name stuff, you know, but he's big in this movie. Interesting. And then do you know the guy that plays Rocco? Yeah. Do, do you know his name? Nope. No, but he's maybe my favorite character in this movie. David Della Rocco. Because they named the... We'll get to fun facts in a minute. Not to spoil it, but the only mildly interesting fact I found out about this was it was named after him because they wrote the character for him. Got it. Typecast. Yeah. Billy Connolly, Il Duce. Oh, yeah. yeah. Forgot about that guy. I'm a big fan of him. And then everybody else is nobody's. Yeah. <laughs> Quite frankly, everybody. Ron Jeremy has his little appearance in there. That's though. right. Oh, so he's a mobster, right? You're so yes. fucking funny. Yeah. I just remember him. Oh, apparently I have an alarm on this phone. It's time to get food. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm saying pay some bills. 
Uh, Troy Duffy, writer director. Yep. What else has got? I mean, he did the second one too, right? He did also do the second one. I didn't know there was a second one. Yeah, man. Yeah. Just keep acting like you don't know there's a second one. Yeah, never go there. Okay, I won't. Yeah. Man, I really thought he had more, but no, not I really. I don't think so. I really thought he had more. Like, I know his name well enough. I guess it's only I mean, for this Saints, one man. thing. So, let's go into some facts for a minute. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah, they're <laughs> facts. Talking about Flanny facts. I feel like I've been saying this a lot lately. Okay. And maybe it's because when we started this whole thing, the facts were really good in the movies we were watching. But mm. now that we've gone kind of on otter movies, mm-hmm. otter, otter. <laughs> little otter, little sea otter movies. I was about to make an otter sound and I don't know what kind of sound I, I make. I did the same thing. I was going to yeah. make a sound and then I'm like, nope, I don't know. Like, the only thing I can think of is the wedding crowd in wedding crashers. They have uh, yes. what's his face. The, Super douchey boyfriend. Yeah, like, and I was cleaning off the otter's face, and he's like, "Me, me, 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 yeah. me, me, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah." That's Bradley uh, Cooper. Yeah, that's, Bradley Cooper. That's B. Coops. Yeah. yeah, man, I love that movie. In Anyways. my head, the only thing I can hear is them like um, crunching a, a clam on their tummy. Yeah. So aside from that fun fact right there, way better than any of the facts in this. Like they're all just garbage. So when we watched Air Force One, yeah. Flinny also said, hey, okay. all these facts. All right, so I was wrong. And then he know. started reading the facts. Yeah, okay, they were actually you. super fun. All right. Saying? Well, just to, uh, you can tell me if you think these are fun. Okay. okay. They are at least unconfirmed facts. Okay. okay. <laughs> wow. All right. The church where they attend the, or the church where they attend mass, the Church of the Covenant, is not a Catholic church, but a Lutheran one because no Catholic churches would allow them to film in their sanctuaries because they disagree with the movie. I think that's kind of a fun fact. That's kind of interesting. Like the first part of that, boring. Yeah, but the second half But the second half, the fact that they said, "Uh uh-uh, like you can't do this. You can't do that here. The tattoo that Connor has on his left hand and index finger says Veritas, which is Latin for truth. Murphy has, was it, Akitas, which is Latin for justice and equality. I like that too. Oh my god, that's a fun I fact. Seems like these are fun facts. I don't know Latin. That's I now I know what the tap means. Yeah. Sorry, Flinny. What else you got? <laughs> okay, actually, I like this one. I didn't see no, this. Good one thing before. you pulled, dude. Glad, Good thing yeah. you glad, pulled. Huh? Thank you. Thanks for bringing me around. You're welcome. Troy Duffy flew to New York City to meet with. Okay, this is gonna ruin. This is gonna ruin a who could have done it. But okay. that's fine. Troy Duffy flew to New York City to meet with Ewan McGregor and offer him oh, one of damn. the lead roles. Damn. And I kind of like damn. that. Kind of like that I kind of like that, So let's, too, re- let's revisit that Especially opinion. late 90s Ewan, dude. Train spotting. Train spotting, bro. Okay. Dude, Ooh. Ewan McGregor. Yeah, man. Well, now that's off the list for who could have done it because we already know it. At a night out, Duffy got drunk and they got into an argument over the death penalty and McGregor passed on this movie. This wow. led to Miramax Films putting the movie into turnaround. Wow. Just kind of funny. It's like you fly out, out there, go meet with a guy, get, get hammered drunk. and fight, fight about politics. <laughs> kind of like it. I do like that. I can't do your movie because of how you think about the death penalty. God, oh, come on, Ewan. I, I mean, it's kind of a baller ass move, though. How many I times disagree. is the F word going to be spoken oh, in this fuck. one hour, 48 minutes? Wait, is it? Oh, no. It's Scarface. That, that's 182. Uh. Blink 182. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to say at least 150. 83. Interesting, because you do have a good point about 182 with Scarface. And this is 246. 
Whoa, Whoa dude. It's in every piece of dialogue. <laughs> Fucking dialogue. <laughs> Fucking rope. Maybe <laughs> that could have been your counter. Oh, the fuck <laughs> counter. <laughs> nah. You would have gotten sick of it in five minutes. Oh, dude. yeah. It would have been unachievable. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's that's not a good counter. Well, now we know. <laughs> what is it? 246? And by that's the way, side note, another good fact. Yeah, that was a fun fact. Yeah, it turns out normally the fun facts are at the top. That's true. And this, they weren't that fun, but they're getting better. <laughs> um, Way to go, Jay Gray, for making this Troy, happen. Troy today. Duffy's screenplay was inspired by his disgust at seeing a drug dealer taking money from a corpse across the hall in his apartment. <laughs> what? <Damn. laughs> that might be the best fact of yeah, the entire season. Yeah, we got to end on season. there. Dude. What? <laughs> So he sees that, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to write a movie. <laughs> About Duffy, who was working as a bartender and bouncer, had never written a screenplay before. <laughs> and then he sees a drug dealer steal money off of a corpse <laughs> and is like, I'm tired of crime. If there were only two Irish brothers, I could come take this guy out. <laughs> wow. He must be Irish. Yeah, Troy Duffy. Oh, that- yeah, Duffy. Yes, yeah, that's... that's- Sounds pretty. He's got it in his blood. Sounds pretty Irish. <laughs> that it does. <laughs> so Scottish. Wait. I wish I could do a better. So Irish we could answer. go. We oh. could go down. Let's go down this line of box office. Okay. Okay. Because everyone loves this movie now. Correct. Yes. But I I don't think this opened. There's no way. There's no way. Uh, what was the other movie let's that go- did this? Where it had a terrible box office, but it's like Fifth Element, dude. Oh, it was Fifth, Fifth Element. Element. That's did right. Terrible. Terrible. And that's what, like, do you remember like what said, the number was? Uh, something shocking. It was like twelve. Like, yeah, something twelve something. million. Something crazy with a huge budget because of the huge effects. budget. Yeah. All right, budget. The budget uh, has figure, to be so little. No, no effects. Yeah, budget. You have Willem Dafoe. Yeah, is your cast. I'm gonna say uh, <laughs> as gonna far s- as pay goes. I'm gonna say fourteen million. Okay. Ten million? Six. Whoa! What a cheap movie. You figure no effects. Yeah. There's like one helicopter. Yeah. That you need to shoot like the opening scene flying over the thing. Yeah, and all the effects are just like gunshots and squibs and shit. That stuff's cheap, man. Squibbies. <laughs> Squibbies. Uh okay. Go. Uh gross. Box what? office. I bet you it made his money back. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm actually. I'm gonna come in at a. Uh, I'm gonna come come in kind of low. Okay. I'm gonna say uh, twenty mil. I'm gonna say it doubled at twelve. What? <laughs> Thirty thousand dollars. What? <laughs> How it was like it just eighteen people saw this movie. Thirty grand. Thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> Worldwide gross. So that says both domestic and worldwide. Opening weekend was nineteen nine. Nineteen thousand dollars. Okay, timeout. It's not the worst. Nineteen grand. Okay. You call it <laughs> what year was this? Ninety nine? Call 99. it six bucks a ticket. Okay. okay. Yeah. That means three thousand one hundred and sixty six <laughs> people went to see this movie. In the US. Across fifty fucking states, dude. It must not have gone <laughs> fifty states. There's no way. There's no yeah. way. There's, There's no, no way. Because now divide that by 50. Right. It there. had to have a really small opening. <laughs> <It had to. laughs> I mean, 63 people a state. That's <laughs> not even one theater. No. That, one theater is 100 people. Yeah, exactly. That mu- <laughs> It must have had a limited release. It had yes. to have been. Totally. Like New York, L.A. 
you know? Yeah. And We're he, fucking just LA, dude. <laughs> I remember I, I went down a rabbit hole once on what, reading one of those things that's like the lowest grossing movies of all time. Yeah. Do you remember what it was? Uh, it was something with Tom Sizemore and uh, the chick from Grey's Anatomy, the one that got that bad mouthed all the writers. So mm. they killed her two episodes later. Yep. They were in it, and it grossed like eleven hundred dollars. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> it's just like one theater. Go. That Ow. must feel so awful. But yeah. now, now, I mean, just on DVD sales and T-shirts and posters and shit, they had to have made more than that. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> never heard of the movie. <laughs> Fuck. So. Anyways, no, I mean Boondock Saints. Oh, Boondock. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, and that's the thing is now I think now it had to have. Gone yeah. through the roof. Oh, it had to have. Even just with Netflix picking it up, probably paid more money than that. <laughs> open that. To stick it on Netflix for wow. six months. That is that's Crazy. the lowest we've ever seen. Uh, yes. Like by far. It's we've never close. we've never gone. Close. I don't know if we've ever gone below ten million. I don't think we so. We haven't. Maybe Freaky Friday. We've or been, something like that. We've it, been but between, that's in the millions. We've been between ten and twenty. Yeah. That's insane. I, like or uh what do you think, new guy? Like that would probably have to be the other I bet, lowest. I one. bet new guy. I bet new guy grossed like six million. Fifteen million. Hold on. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> Thirty million. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. It made what is that then? Ten X? A hundred times. A hundred times. Is that a hundred times? Yeah, because ten X is three hundred. Yeah, I can't I can't even do the math. It's so little money. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hundred no, times. No, it's a hundred times more. It's a hundred times more. A hundred yeah. times. <laughs> that's insane dude just bizarre wow well fucking there you have it is that it for the flinny facts that's all i got yeah they're fun yeah they're facts those were flinny, flinny facts. facts um that was like a sad version yeah it was <laughs> um okay so let's let's go ahead and kick it around the horn with what we remember of the film uh and then we'll do our vote and then we'll go watch it boys what do you guys remember boys 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 i remember a lot Okay. I haven't seen it in a long time. When's the last time you watched it? It had to have been in college. Okay. Um, this movie came into my life in high school for sure. Yeah. Um, and it was like for a while top five movie. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. But like the fucking rope. I say that all the time. You say it a lot. Like. All the time. Not obnoxiously, though, I'll say. You we, say it appropriately. The We Could Kill Everyone. Yeah, that's a good one. I also say that a fair amount. Uh, there was a firefight. I also say. Mm-hmm. I'm actually kind of worried about some of the things you say. Now. A fair amount. <laughs> 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 Just like anytime, like as far as movies being quotable, yeah. there's not a movie, and this is maybe leading into my vote here. I'm actually not sure what my vote is at this point. But any movie okay. that's soup like that has quotes that live in like perpetuity. Yeah. Generally not bad. I always go with tell me a joke. Yeah. Like the, tell me a the joke. Russian mob boss. Yeah. Or no, he's Italian. But he's just like, oh, he's all mad about the sandwich. He's like, yeah. I'm in a terrible mood. Tell me a joke. And like, yeah, it's funny, man. Yeah, yeah, funny, funny man. man. Yeah, funny man. Tell me man. a joke. But uh, <laughs> yeah. The joke he tells is fantastic. I mean, I remember a fair amount and. It was it was totally a let's watch this with the bros. Yeah, this is a bros movie. Yeah, this is definitely like college party easily in the background or like while we're playing, you know, beer pong, as yeah. the kids call it. Um, What's that? Uh, you line up a bunch of uh, water. 
in cups, and then you drink the water. Water. If somebody makes, I thought it'd be like a quarter in the cup, because then you get all crazy on the sugar from the juice. Yeah, uh, juice. Yeah, so I mean, grown you up juice. Juice. All right, let's go on. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, I remember a lot. I remember a bunch of quotes, and uh, yeah, it was it was high school that that started my love for this movie. Flinny, mm-hmm. all of that. Classic Flynn. <laughs> yeah, classic Flynn. I mean, what's there to say? Super quotable. I agree with that. Love all the quotes. Same thing. I think I was must have been high school. Maybe right after high school mm. when I watched it. And yeah, I loved it. I'm an Irishman, and they're Irish, so that kind of helped. Never been to Boston though. Me either. Never been to Boston. I have. I went there for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, and it was a lot of fun. I bet, mm. dude. I don't remember the end of the night very well. Well, that makes sense. And it was really cold. However, good time. Uh, I remember the end of the night now. Um, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love Whoa, that we watched a, it happen. What other repressed memories can we bring? Yeah, back? what can we stir up in Jason Gray tonight? <laughs> but yeah. we got Alan in the other room. We could bring him yeah. in to do some psychoanalysis shit on you. Yeah. It's a it's a good place. There's it's just there's not a lot of places in the U.S. that you can go. At least definitely not in California. Where, like, you go to a place and it feels like there's history there. Yeah. And Boston is a thousand percent one of those places. Yeah, I'd, l- I'd like to go out there just for the history, dude. A lot of shit happened up there. Yeah, good food. Yeah. No, but I I loved this movie. I, again, I at least then think it was top five. I don't think it's top five for me anymore, but I still very much enjoy it. I don't remember last time. I don't know if I've done it since COVID. That's kind of how I base all my when was last time I watched a movie. Yeah. I don't know if I have, but mainly because of the show. Yeah, yeah. Saying like, oh, I want to save it. I want to save myself for the show. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I um, Is that it, Flinny? I didn't want to interrupt you. Yeah, I think so. I really like it. I like all the quotes. They're fun. One one hell of a good time. Yeah, I'm in in the same boat. I remember a lot. I have seen it more recently. Mm. Um, Before COVID... Um, but recently, last couple of years, and I'm the reason it's on the wheel. Oh, yeah. I forgot um, about that. Yeah. Yep. Now, I'm not Shit. as um, <clears throat> passionately invested in this as I was Forrest Gump. I'm hoping that I go into this movie and come back into the studio and join you guys in the, why'd we even put this on the wheel, you know? Um, while I remember everything, the my concern about it holding up is very much that this is kind of the quintessential example of being blinded by nostalgia. Blinded! Because the premise and everything is fantastic. And as you're like kind of telling me like the character, like, oh, tell me a joke and all this shit. I'm like, yeah, man, that shit rips, you know? And all the Willem Dafoe shit, I am certain is going to hold up because it's Willem Dafoe, right? What I'm worried about is the dialogue, the in-between stuff, um, you know, not a lot of first-time screenwriters really crush, but a fair amount do, so I'm hoping that I'm I'm mistaken. I I wonder what we're going to see as, in terms of arcs. Like, there's, like, got to be no story arc to this. It's going to be just, like, a story, like, bridge. Yeah, it's <laughs> definitely a character piece. Whether or not we see them arc, I don't know. We'll find out. So... With that being said, let's kick it around the horn with our votes. I am a soft D who. 
Soft, very softy. Mm-hmm. Mr. Gray. Um, there hasn't been a movie that we're going to watch that maybe I don't feel I'm as blinded by. Blinded to mm. myself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, going into it is this one. Because mm. in my head, I'm like, this was the perfect time for a movie like this in my life. Exactly. For me to like it, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Like high school with the buds, two Irish guys finding some bad mobsters and killing them all. Yep. And it's a little artistic. Yep. Like, it's kind of like the best time for this movie to come into my life is when it did. I love that you said that. You're so right. That's it. Which is why I'm worried. Mm-hmm. However, I feel like I have to say Ehu because I'm, again, I'm the, I just want to have fun guy. Mm-hmm. I just want to be entertained. Mm-hmm. And, a part of me thinks because of how blinded I am, mm-hmm. like with you and Ninja Turtles, mm. oh. that movie, I'm sorry, it wasn't really that good, but the nostalgia and what it meant brought you through for it still to be an Ehu. Yeah. I think with this, mm. mm-hmm. I think it may be similar for me. Dude, that may be the best Ehu Dehu explanation ever given on the show, bro. You fucking nailed that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm, mm. So you're an Ehu. I'm an Ehu. And I don't think I'm soft on it. I'm a soft Ehu. I'm ready for my mind to be changed. That's good, though. Yeah. Like, instead of being like, no, it's just going to be terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're that guy. What? What? (laughs) I am? When have I ever said that? I don't know. I'm just kidding. I probably have said it. Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) um, What do you think, Flinny? Yeah, Tell Ti- us all about the it. The timing feels good at 148. That I does really feel like that. good. That's that feels a good, good point. Lots of quotes. Yep. yep. That whole, they have the quotes. It's a quotable. Yep. Mm-hmm. Cast, meh. Mm-hmm. It's, it's meh. It's meh. But I However. think overall, I'm going to go actually soft who. Okay. I think it's going to hold up. I'm a little worried. Man, I'm shaken up by the net. Yeah, dude. The way <laughs> okay. that net was like, the net was going to be, let's go. I know I love this movie. I know all the elements of it. I could say the entire thing all the way through. And then I was like, oh, my God. Like, this, <laughs> this is the worst, this is the worst movie watched. we've seen. And, like, <laughs> when we say the analogy of, you know, oh, it, will you will you tell people to watch it or will you say pass? I'm, like, calling people. I'm like, did you know the net sucks? Yeah, dude. Don't watch it. <laughs> like, uh, you were pontificating on the d side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Which like, doesn't gonna, happen. Like, uh-uh. with a picket. I'm like, yeah. stop, don't watch the net. And <laughs> yeah, they're like, dude. what? Yeah, dude. <laughs> I was talking to someone the other night. Uh, John, Crystal and John. Yeah. John said, he's like, oh, oh, how was the net? I was like, oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> fuck our, clear. Our cousin and... Um, no. No, it'd be sister, brother-in-law. Step-brother-in-law. Step-brother-in-law, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go Ihu. Okay. I'm really hoping... Are you a soft Ihu, a hard Ihu? Just Ehu. Just Ehu. I like it. So we've got an Ehu, an Ehu, yeah. and a soft Dehu. We're going to run over to my living room right now, literally going to run. And we're going to watch Boondock Saints and come back and tell you all about it. We will see you on the other side. I'm excited. Flippity flip. Ooh, that's a line in the movie. Catch you on the flippity flip. No, that's not it. Catch you on the something. Catch you on the flip side. That's what it is. Yes. Catch you on the flip side. (laughs) 
on the streets of Boston. This was no gangland assassination. It was way too sloppy. Something went wrong here. An FBI agent is on a case. All the low lowlifes in the quiet city of Boston start dropping dead, and you think it's unrelated. They're all bad guys. Now they're all dead bad guys. The victims are the mob. What we have here, gentlemen, is the beginning of the first international mob war. And the hitmen think they're on a mission. From God. Anybody you think is evil, don't you think that's a little weird, a little psycho? Sort of like 7-Eleven. We're not always doing business, but we're always open. That is nice and positive. <laughs> it was two shooters. Fan-freaking-tastic. This guy's very sharp. If he hasn't figured this out yet, he will. All we know is what we found out from the neighbors. And the general consensus is, they're angels. In a place where the violent have the power. Destroy all that which is evil, so that which is good may flourish. One lawman doesn't know whether to catch the killers. I believe what they do is necessary. Or join them. All the things I wish I could do, these guys are doing. With every breath, we shall hunt them down. Each day, we will spill their blood. There was a firefight! Alright everybody, welcome back. We just watched... The Boondock Saints. Yeah, we did. Guess what? We're here to talk about it. We <laughs> Let's are. talk about it. So, um, I think at this point. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Are you okay, Flynn? Okay, what happened? Uh, just a little thing. Uh, we're going to kick it to uh, Mr. Jason Gray for some notes and quotes. Notes and quotes. Notes and quotes. Notes and quotes. With Jason. Strap in, boys. All right. Here we go. I'm strapped. The opening scene, we have them in the church. Yeah. And they like, they're doing their own thing. And like, they walk up to Jesus, aka yeah. Jesus. Papa G's. And I literally was just like, Who's, who is Jesus? It's <laughs> the oh, Lord, dude. Jesus. And kiss him on the old feeties up there at the altar and walk yeah. back. And like, nobody's really like, hey, this is just the guys who do this. Like, don't pay them any mind. But yeah, they're yeah. like, don't worry about doing these their guys. Thing. Yeah. It was a tiny bit corny, but. <laughs> I have a question about it. Yes, Jason. Mr. It's, Flynn. It's kind of really bothering me now. Okay. Kind of or really? Got it. Why did the girl know who they were? And why was the priest like, it's cool that he's going up there and doing this? Um, How did, did they already know who they were? Because they go there every single morning. They got community roots, I see. Yeah, and they just thought that, oh, it's like, it's a special kids. Yeah, and honestly, <laughs> like, when I picture a church, right? Like, if, if two dudes did that, how many people would actually say something? But, like, like I would, I would as a church goer, I would probably just be like, yo, what the fuck's going on? But even, on? like, you they're know? sitting there praying, and that girl says says, says oh, to her mom. Yeah. And like, oh, is that them? And they're like, shh, pay attention. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, it's... It's almost like I think they messed up in something with the nope. story. I completely disagree with you because okay. throughout the whole thing, um, they're like after Popular. they, yeah, and like when Willem Dafoe later, like after they kill the Russian dudes, mm-hmm. uh, he's like, yeah, we asked around and oh, and, they, and, and they're angels. angels, yeah, they're supposed to be angels. So like, so they're just good community, community, people. community roots. Yes, okay, I'll buy it. Yeah, um, I I felt that scene was very cheesy. Didn't dislike it, but I was definitely like, 
I think I didn't because just kind of know in the movie. Yeah. It, it was just set in the, that was going to be the, the tone. tone of the That's movie. The tone. So both of you had a quote right after this. We did? Yes. Hopefully mine wasn't about feet. Uh-oh. <laughs> Man, that Jesus statue had some nice ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. We didn't know Jeremy was over there getting hot and heavy on the couch. <laughs> so we yeah. we get out of that and it like has like its little like opening kind of like interlude ish. Mm. Welcome to Boston. And Jeremy said, "It is very 90s." To which Flinty replied, Nineties low budget. Yeah. Very it's true. Yeah. Yeah. I will say though, for the budget they had, yeah. this movie looked good. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. And right in the beginning, I think the we beginning. were at least I think Flinny and I were like I was immediate uh, maybe this is gonna give away my vote a little bit. That's okay. But it was uh you could tell just off rip, at least for me, like, okay, like, it's not going to be, like, blockbuster. I didn't think it was. Well, no, not winning a block- Oscars. Yeah, winning Oscars is what yeah. I meant. Yeah, yeah. But it was, it was like, kind of started out, and it was, like, it was kind of a fun little ride we were, we were getting on. In, I think to win line. an Oscar, you have to have more than 66 people per state see the movie that's true <laughs> yeah, but i said point. i said this kind of out loud and jeremy said it is very much what it is yeah <laughs> yeah it is and i i still hold that you know okay. like it is it is very much itself yeah totally. you know like there's not a lot of movies like it um we'll get there got it i don't want to get there yet so speaking of things that it it is very much what it is yeah there was one kind of trope that they used multiple times, and I'm curious what your guys' thoughts are. Like, what do you think about the, like, something is about to happen, then there's a black screen. They oh. fast forward, and then Willem Dafoe goes back and kind of explains what may have happened. That They did that four, four times? Four times. Four times in the movie. Yeah. Ooh, thoughts? Love it. Loved it. At one yeah. point, I said, "Oh, I really like this." It, it was starting to get a little movie. All I was going to talk about later, but it gets a little, little stretchy. Yeah, kinda third act, like okay, okay, like come on, keep it going. And they do feel like cutting it up, kind of. Yeah, did that, but I mean, they stuck to it. So I love the mechanics of it. I think it's really cool storytelling. Like I, I like like if if I don't think the movie would have worked. If they showed it and then showed him and Beth. Yeah, if it was in order, mm-hmm. it's, like, it would be very repetitive. A good example, so Memento, the Blu-ray, mm-hmm. in the bonus features, you can watch the movie in order. Oh. It's not good. Yeah. Uh, yeah totally. Right? Like I wonder it, if Pulp Fiction's the same way. If you yeah, watch it like it, it only works in that way because of the way they tell the story. Right? Yeah. So with this, like, I don't think you got this. You definitely don't have the same movie. I don't think you have a good movie if you're telling it in chrono. Yeah. In the f- the first kind of black screen situation where we got our narrator kind of, which is Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Who play he plays the narrator a little bit. A little bit. He busts out a Walkman. Yeah, dude. That was pretty cool. That was dope as fuck. I just want to say, dude, Willem Dafoe, man. Killed it. Good God in heaven. That guy is so talented. To be able to be such a terrible, cheesy character. Yes. But also not come off as like, oh my God, this is just too much. Dude, I just got goosebumps 
Like, if like, there was... That motherfucker commanded the screen, dude. He really did. Like, the idiot cop, yeah. the one that he's always making fun of, if yeah. that guy had too much more, it would have been like, okay, this is kind of just over Too much, yeah. Whereas Willem Dafoe's was over the top, ridiculous, and it didn't feel bad over the top. And... No, I, I was actually... I was just going to emphasize this because it's my next note. Like, when we... to emphasize this point of Willem Dafoe being a, a badass. Yeah. Um, when we first see him and he busts out the Walkman and we see him, all he, all he does, all he's doing is he's listening to opera. Yeah. Which we're hearing as, as a viewer. Yep. And he's walking around and looking at shit. Yeah. He's looking at stuff and that should be boring. Yeah. And it's not in this little scene. I mean, he's on screen for four minutes, and we know his character top to bottom. Yes, with minimal dialogue mm-hmm. and tons of, of of body movement. Like when he's listening to the music, mm-hmm. and he's like, he has to shake himself out of it, right? So he like goes into this flow state, and then you see him like shake his There's, head. I've never noticed it until this time, and I picked up on that where it's yeah. like all of a sudden he snaps out of it. And he's like back to back to cop. Yeah, dude. I I fucking like. He is by far the best part of this movie. Mm -hmm. And, like, God, what a reminder of just how fucking good he is, man. He's good. He good. He good. What did you guys... (laughs) (laughs) Plenty sleepy. I have this note later, uh, but the, uh, like, the buddy cops to him, (laughs) like, the three amigos that kind of, like, are there with him at each crime scene. Yeah. Thoughts? Great. So many good little... Kind of like in the office where the, you'd have you catch the little like side glances yeah. or whatever. So yeah. many good little like what? Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I I love that each of them has their own role. Yes, and yeah. I love the like the condescending but like lovable way mm-hmm. Willem Dafoe treats these dudes. Like like I don't like being talked down to or being mm-hmm. told what to do. Those are two of my biggest buttons, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like I'll fucking I get pissed. But if Willem Dafoe were doing it in that way, I'm like, dude, you know what? Like, I could learn a lot from this guy. Yeah. Bagel. Cream cheese. You know, we're hitting the beat, dude. Where's Willem? You know what I mean? Hitting the beat. So, I think one of the things that surprised me is that there's some good acting in this movie. Actually, kind of a lot of good acting. Like, for the number of characters there are. Like, like it's a pretty good. Obviously, Willem. Mm-hmm. Willem. I th- I think one of the brothers by far like did he forget his name already? Yeah, not Norman, not Norman, but the other one. Yeah, McManus. Norman's like something. Norman's McManus. just it's Norman. Yeah, he's like, not a, he's not a good actor, but he he plays good roles. Yes, he doesn't do such a bad job that you're like, oh fuck. Yeah, he's just yeah. like he's very much like yeah, I like him. I think Rocco, Sean Patrick Flannery. Yeah, he was great. Uh, Rocco, I, I think, actually was great. Rocco was good. Um, the Italian mob boss. Joe, Papa Joe, dude. Papa Joe. Yeah, love Papa great. Joe. Great. Honestly, um, even Ron Jeremy's character, yeah. small part. He, Ron Jeremy, <laughs> great. There was one part where Ron, where uh, Rocco's telling the joke, and Papa Joe looks at Ron Jeremy, and Ron Jeremy's like... I don't know what to tell you, man. And just the look, I was like, damn, dude. Like, it that's felt pretty so good. real. Yes. Like, yeah. I can't believe I'm saying Ron Jeremy had some good 
on screen <laughs> acting. <laughs> nice. I mean, the three. He's got some other movies we could run through the gauntlet. Yeah, oh. where's his IMDb, dude? Nope, nope, nope. nope. <laughs> but like, actually, that's asked. a lot of that's a lot of the characters in this movie doing mm-hmm. a good job. Yeah, it's a and good. Uh, the three buddy cops were good. Even the people, the the two dudes who we get for two seconds in the in the in the uh, the bar, uh, um, when Rocco goes in to like. Uh, confront the two them. like random wise guys and the and the bartender. Oh, the cokeheads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah they weren't bad even either. They were like, there's some good acting throughout yeah. this whole movie. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. So all right. Well, I was I was gonna say yeah. there's some bad acting, but so. really I can only come up with one, and it's what the woman it? in the meat locker. Oh, you know. I was thinking yeah. that she's she's not good. The cop that's like. When they say, oh, can we just crash here in the jail cell tonight? Oh, and, that guy, yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, guys, like, it'll be okay. I mean, is it okay? Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple little. There's little bits. Yeah. yeah. Um, the uh, There's a lot of, like, small touches yeah. throughout this movie mm-hmm. that are really good. And a couple of them being, like, the first one that I think we all were, like, I didn't notice that, but that's great. Was in the very be- well, not in the very beginning, but after um, they kill the two Russian dudes who tried to kill them, um, and the Rocco is bringing them an extra change of clothes when they're in the uh, police station, mm. and he's walking in with it, and okay. he sees somebody, and we know that he's like affiliated somehow and he sees somebody behind bars he's like oh hey what's up <laughs> yeah, like, yeah hey rocco he like knows him which like yeah. builds the character of who this guy yeah. is and big time like there what else did i have here um like at the at the hotel after they kill all the russians and willem defoe's like breaking it all down and like he's getting a little unfurled at this point because it's just like what the fuck's going on and he's his ties off and earlier when he was like trying to go through like how um, the the execution and the 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 gunplay took place. He had like touched like the blood and like it was on his it was on his head or whatever. And later when he's like more like disheveled, mm-hmm. you can still see the blood mm-hmm. that's like in his hair. I yeah. like that like character flaw of his where it's oh, like yeah. he has to touch all the blood all the time. Yeah, yes. and he doesn't give a fuck, <laughs> you know. There was like at the very beginning when they're investigating the two Russian guys right at the beginning, he like picks one of them up or whatever, then he goes up to the other cop, puts his hand on his yeah, shoulders, yeah. and that's the first time you see the two buddy cops like What the fuck? What the yeah. <laughs> Then we have like the I picture it's okay. Uh then they accidentally shoot the cat. Yeah, dude. And then when like later before like you see that they like had taped a picture yeah. up like where they had <laughs> over accidentally the guts of the cat. over the guts of the cat. I did that actually. Uh, my first house that I when I moved out of my parents' house for the first time, we uh, we got all hammered one night and slid down the stairs on cardboard boxes. One of us went through That's the wall. So fun. Deftones poster for the win, dude. Covered it right up. Love that. Yeah, man. We we also got um, when Rocco comes back after he realizes oh they wanted me to die yeah dude in the quote he got unquote, set up hit, man he comes back and immediately is like we gotta get out of here and he runs over to his vinyls yeah dude he and got like, the records starts throwing them in his, there like that was a great touch his character might be the best one like character yes the flavor of the character like Willem Dafoe's it's pretty obvious just like this is the character yeah he's this weird 
detective has a very odd lifestyle in all sorts of different ways. Whereas Rocco's just this guy. Yeah, dude. He's just the funny guy. Yeah, he's like Ernie yeah. Hudson in Ghostbusters, man. He's just like clocking in. You he's know just, what I mean? Yeah. He, I'm here to just be the guy. Yeah. I, I like, like, like it. That. I like well, that. One of my favorite small touches was when they're leaving, and this is still like right before kind of the third act, maybe. Maybe fourth. Uh, maybe, I don't know. Somewhere in the middle. Um, they're leaving um, the apartment or whatever to like get out of Dodge and like figure out the next move. And they've already had the rope scene, mm-hmm. like hold oh, a fucking rope, and then like you, they fall down and it, like saves them and helps them, like you know, kill everybody, kill everybody. As they're leaving, like Rocco grabbed his vinyls and a bunch of random stuff and like a, a, a an, iron. an iron, and the brother has the rope in yeah. his hand, yeah. which you only see for a small moment. <laughs> yep, but it's so like such a great idea. Yeah, it's a good detail. Especially after they made such a thing about the rope up top. Yeah. You know, I like that they carried it. I'm going to switch. They don't do it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like have it come up again mm-hmm. and again. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, here's another note, but we already talked about it. Rocco is awesome. I think yeah. we all agree there. Rocco's, Rocco's awesome. Some modern life. Uh, the big s- fight scene. At the n- end? Near the end. Yeah. With, I mean, it kind of goes on for a minute there. Like, we have... Like Willem kind of narrates like just the easy easy first part, and you're like, okay, like this is gonna you know this isn't gonna be a a major plot point, which obviously changes. Mm-hmm. But the first half, they go into like the pool poker room, kill everybody or whatever, mm-hmm. and then come out. But like, what are you like? This whole scene is like, it's like the big one of the big biggest scenes in the movie. This is where it started falling off for me a little bit. Okay. Just in the pacing. Like, we're moving so fast. And it's like, here's another one. Yeah. Another fight. Yeah. Another cut. Yeah. Another. I could have done, like, if the pool house and Papa Joe's house were somehow, like, back to back, now we're in business. But I feel like just as we go through the third act, it's like, eh, we could shave that down. We could cut that out. Like, the pacing slowed down so much that it was the only time in the movie where I was like, all right, let's fucking, you know? Yeah. Um, and the scene in the, the church with the priest, that, that, yeah. that scene is great. It felt a little bit like, okay, we're dragging a little bit. I think we could have, cause I agree. I think that, the big scene, it definitely dragged a little bit. Yeah. I think they don't have to have the big shootout. Yeah, I don't either. I think there's just less pomp and, pomp and circumstance with killing the main guy. Yeah. They come out, and then they have the shootout with their dad. Yeah. They don't know who's their dad at that point. Yep. You have Willem Dafoe saying, there was a firefight, and oh, that yeah. old stuff, because oh, yeah. that's cool. Like, that oh, was that great. Was cool shit. Like, we that were was there cool for shit. that. Yeah. The fact that they sprayed the ammonia yeah, on their of, blood, yep. and, like, there was a lot of, like, cool little touches there mm-hmm. again that were, like... Okay, I'm here for this. But then, yeah, the transition then to what I guess would be the third act yeah. was weird. But the the scene with the Willem Dafoe in the confessional, yeah. I love that scene. It's a good scene. And it had to happen because, and even with that scene, it's still like, oh, you're an FBI agent and all of a sudden you're covering, like, murderers. <laughs> it's a quick change of heart, yeah. you know? Yeah, but you can see him having a crisis of faith and, like, getting weirded out about it, like, from jump yeah like each each uh 
each scene he has less clothes on by the end of it because he's getting so frazzled. Yeah. His hair is getting like he's he is falling ha- apart. He's kind yeah. of falling apart. Yeah. Which leads to the fact that he's just like has the realization of like, okay, wait, these are all these bad people. Like it's believable. Like, yeah. It's it's a it was a little stark for me. Like all yeah. of a sudden, like he gets drunk, right? <laughs> Goes to church, and then like the next day he's like on a payphone, like, all right, guys, what do you need? What's yeah. interesting though, he it's tells a big, the, it's a it's a large jump. it's a big jump. He tells the priest, right? He, how long since your last confession? He's like, I don't think I ever have. He's like, then why are you here if yeah. you're not religious? He's like, it's ethics. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Here he I is like with this bit. ethical dilemma. Yeah. And then to your point of him kind of falling apart and losing all his clothes for a while, but then at the very end, he's like back in the full suit and everything, yep. probably because he figured out what he's doing. Oh my! He got gosh. his life back. There's together. the arc. It like wow. Oh, Willem's arc. We got two more main points here, and we can get out of here. Okay. Um, the whole mansion scene at the end, and Willem Dafoe as like a chick. Yeah, that was dope, dude. I completely forgot about that. Completely whole bit, dude. forgot. Yeah, I liked it. It was good. Yeah. Um, and it didn't go on for super long. No. I thought it went on longer. Like in my head, yeah. In my head, yeah. I thought yeah. It went all in my head, I'm like, dude, we still got this whole fucking dude. They got to conquer the mansion and the bass bottle and all. Well, boss and, battle. and they got to kill what's his name down yeah. below, and they got to yeah. do all this. Nope, just done. Yeah, pretty quick. Yep. Um, that was great. I think it got a little rough for me at the end here. What part? With the ending scene, like in the courtroom. Yeah. And then they're in the apartment. And then they have the end, the like uh, the news, yeah, the man. news thing, yeah, like kind of back to back to back. Um, was it needed? No, none of it. Here's 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 how you end this movie. Okay, so they go into the courtroom, they line up their guns, and right as he cocks the gun and says and says, "No mani patria, feel the Cut to black. Cut to black. That's it. Yes. That's it, man. You cut well, like, the black. And it's funny because they go to the ho- they cut to the hotel room later, right after that, right? And to ask, like, oh, how far do we take this? And it's like, not how far do we take this? How far are you willing to take it? Or yeah. whatever. And it's yeah. like, okay, great. You want to do a sequel. We get it. <laughs> yeah, and, and like and and it's cheeky and it lines up with the tone of the film. You want to yeah. do a sequel with it's a nineteen thousand dollars. I don't need made. it, man. Cut to black. Give me a hard cut. It it cheapened the experience. Yeah. The ending totally cheapened the experience. Big time. However, it wasn't super... It didn't ruin it. It didn't ruin it. It wasn't super drawn out, at least in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. And, and boys, that was notes and quotes. Notes and quotes. Notes and quotes. With Jason. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> Wonderful notes and quotes. Thank you. Let's vote. On this fucking movie. Did it hold up or did it not hold up? Mr. Flynn, we're starting with you. Do we vote already? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. I'm all yeah. mixed up. Don't know what to do. And turn around. And I, I, like, yes, it holds up. And I actually liked it better than I thought I was going to like it. Other than exactly what you said, it got a little long. I think there's some things here and there we can trim out. Right up until that point. I remember even thinking, like, I'm having a good time. Mm-hmm. We were dropping quotes here and there. You have a lot of things come up. Oh, I forgot about this. Mm-hmm. I I enjoyed it. It was entertaining. We had someone in the room who had never seen it, and that kind of made it fun, too. Mm-hmm. And we had so, Alan. We had Alan, who... 
Didn't say anything the entire movie, then just left. <laughs> Mariah exclaimed in the first 10 minutes of the movie, oh, this movie definitely holds up. Yeah, but it was sarcastic. No, it wasn't. I think. Uh, I, th- I don't okay. know. It was, right, it was right after a, a pretty bad well, gay he, joke. Here I am as Jason Flynn, and I exclaim, this holds up. Boom. Oh, yeah. Jason Gray? I'm the resident. I want to have a good time, guy. You have a good time, man. It was better than I thought it would be. Yeah. Like, I was surprised at how good the acting was. I yeah, think yeah, more, I than, more than anything else, like resident characters guy, there was a lot of very unique characters who were doing some good acting yeah. throughout. Yeah. Yeah, it ran a little weird at the end. Like, it didn't need to do – it's just like they – he didn't land the plane the way I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. Little little turbulence, mm-hmm. but I mean, I'm going to go tell other people to watch this movie, for sure. Um, probably not my mother. Sorry, mom. Yeah. Uh, but like, it's it's fun. There's good acting, um, and it's not a it's not too long of a ride, and the parts that are rough don't don't last very long. Yeah. It holds up. I do think I wanted, I forgot to say something earlier. Some of the editing kind of broke it up some. Like where you were saying, oh, the the cut to black parts and jumping the storyline around works. And I think it works better if some of the other parts were edited in better. So when they show Willem Dafoe getting smashed in the bar, right? It's like a 30 second scene and then it's over. And we sat there like, what the hell? Like, why did they even have this scene? And then two minutes later, it ties it back in. But I think editing or something, yeah. yeah, there there was so much kind of broken apart. It was a little loose, which would be okay, except for then they you have your intentional breaking apart. So mm-hmm. there was a lot of brokenness. That was my kind of only real negative with it. Yeah, I had a good time. Um, surprised at the performances. Um, surprised somehow at Willem Dafoe. Like, God, I just cannot believe how fucking good he is in this movie. Yeah. Um, you know, there uh, there were... I had a lot of eye roll stuff, but <laughs> not necessarily um, the movie's fault. I mean, man, stuff in the 90s is just campy as fuck sometimes. Yeah. And, and it got campy. Um, third Act got a little loose. Would I tell someone to watch it? I'm not going to tell someone like, hey watch boondock saints this weekend but if someone asked me should i give boondock saints a whirl i would say yes binary baby you know what i mean yeah um i had a good time it holds up hey there it is is. three movies he really didn't want he thought both held up this one's a lot easier of an ehu than forrest gump by the way okay um willem dafoe dude if what if willem dafoe was forrest gump he <laughs> automatic dude. He could do it. Um, he okay, really could do it. Uh, now we have a fun little segment called "Who Could Have Done It." Who, Who could have done, done it? So we already, we already talked about you and McGregor. Yeah. Which character do you think he would have been? The one of the brothers, Flannery brother. Yeah, the one that we already deemed the more attractive one. Yeah, is that the one he'd be? I have no idea. I don't. Oh. I don't think they said, uh, but. Yeah, like I do think he would have been very good in this movie. If he was opposite Flannery, dude, now we're now we're cruising at altitude, dude. Because like Norman Reedus is just not a good actor. 
Yeah. And actually, accent, I do think I do think him as Norman Reedus would yeah, have been better. That would have place. Yes. And they actually would look pretty similar too. That's and, what I was kind of thinking of the shaved head from train spotting and yeah, everything. Yeah, dude, exactly. And they'd have the accents. Yeah. Because yeah. Norman is not doing an accent. You know, <laughs> no. like God knows he's trying, but it's just not there, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um who, nobody could have done Willem Dafoe. Ah, but if someone had to. I don't know why, but Chris Walken just popped in my head. Uh, the, me too earlier. Christopher Walken, okay. Yeah. Oh. And I think that's because of his um, his music video. Oh, my God. It's not Slim Shady. No, it's uh, Fat Boy Slim. Fat Boy Slim. Yeah, man. That music video of the way he's moving and dancing exactly. and the whole thing is perfect yep. for this in the same time frame, 2001 yep. to 1999. Yeah, that's perfect. Gary Oldman. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, dude. Done. Done. Gary could have done it. Yep. What about Billy Connolly's character? Or Rocco. Let's go Rocco first. Ernie Hudson. Eh. No, not young enough at that time, right? Um, Maybe. maybe I, either way, I, I just don't like that one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I have one to take it a totally different movie, but it's Jack Black. If you're going more of the like <laughs> comedy level of it, okay, right? You throw Jack Black in there. Yeah, you have Jim Carrey as Willem Dafoe. Oh my god, different <laughs> movie. Then you different got Ace movie. Ventura. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I feel like we're missing out on who could have played Rocco. Nick Cage. <laughs> no, <laughs> I actually think that think cheesy no. old Nick Cage in Con Air. <laughs> No, but Nick Cage, Nick Cage as 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 Rocco, he takes up too much screen. Then, yeah. eh. okay, like Maybe. he can't. I don't know. I think he takes up too much of the screen. Then, yeah, I feel like there's there's some good ones, but I can't put my finger on who could. Yeah, I got Rocco. I got nothing on it. All right, well, there, there's our segment. So that's it for who could have done it. Who, who could have done, done it? All right, now we're on to the tomato meter. So fun thing with this, I haven't seen the tomato meter on this one because I didn't do my research ahead of time like I normally do. Roger oh, that. guys. Oh. I totally forgot. I'm uh, sorry. I had counters. Oh, fuck, dude. We almost I messed up. Counters. I'm so sorry. Hit us with the counters. Okay, I'll just do. I, I really just wanted one of the counters to do. Mm-hmm. I had a leather jacket counter. I had a montage counter. However, my favorite counter I had was people killed counter. Oh, oh. I love it, dude. How many people? I haven't counted yet. I think uh, 26. 19. 31. Whoa. Plus Rocco. <gasps> 32. Oh, Rocco. Rocco was 32, but they wow. killed 31. Are you counting the cat? I am not counting the cat. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> but that's a lot of people killed. That's a lot of people, dude. Anyway, that, sorry. That cat scene, like, <laughs> I know it's a terrible thing. You killed a cat or whatever. I die every time. It's that pretty good. Scene yeah. Because that's why, then when he comes back and the cokehead girlfriend's like, where's my cat? Yeah, dude. <laughs> you mean you said you killed... You killed it. What's your name, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> like, tell me and I'll kill myself what, right now. What color was he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, Why are sorry. You yelling at her? Anyways. Tomato meter. Tomato meter. So I haven't seen I haven't seen the tomato meter. We all I'm, get to guess. I'm gonna this is a tough one, man. It's a this very, a tough, very one. tough one. Tough I actually one. don't like that I have to guess on this one. I'm gonna say sixty two. Okay. 
I'm. I could see critics being real hard on this, though. <laughs> see, but I think I don't know, man. The a part of me wants to say that they saw like, hey, this was a missed movie. You should go see this. Mm-hmm. However, yeah. they're critics. How bad it did. Yeah. <laughs> is like if the critics had said, "Hey, you should go see this." It, it wouldn't. It would. It does way better. Yeah. So I, I think maybe the critics didn't like it. Yeah. And I, I think the Rotten Tomato score is going to get influenced because it will continue going. It's not just based off of like opening weekend critic scores. Right. It's true. So what do you got? <sighs> this is one of the tougher ones, honestly. I'm gonna. Can I say what I hope it is and what I think it is? Yeah. yeah. Okay. What I hope it is. Is a seventy six. Okay. What I think it you could is call that the fan score, maybe seventy six. Okay. What I think they gave it thirty four. I was going thirty eight. What'd we get? I think I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Right? Oh my gosh! Yeah, we're ready. What's your guess? Uh, what I say? Sixty something. I said sixty something. Sixty something. Sixty two. We'll call it sixty two. Thirty eight. Thirty four. Seven. Seventy eight was my hope. My seventy six was my hope. Tomato meter, 28. Audience score, 91. Yeah, see? <laughs> yeah. The audience brings it around. That's what happens when you got a cult cult classic, you know? Because it is. I yeah. mean, this is definitely a cult classic. <laughs> yes, it's not for everyone. Like, this is not for Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Like, they're, yeah. that crowd isn't going to like this movie. Also, a lot of the context and jokes... Not 2022 yeah, approved. Yeah. This is an interesting comment from Nick Shager from Lessons of Darkness. Oh, yeah, Nick Shager. <laughs> a dim-witted, aesthetically clunky Tarantino clone. Yeah. I kind of get that because totally. of the whole breaking it all up and kind of gory. And Which is kind of paradoxical because Tarantino rips off literally everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, well, I'm trying to find, what's his name? Raj. Roger, the Roger report. report. Keep singing that for a minute. The Roger. I wonder if report. what if he just didn't see this movie. Roger report. Uh. Roger report. Uh. You gotta get the report for uh. Roger. Roger. Ooh ooh. The Roger mm-hmm. report. What did he say? I wanna know. Finny oh, hit him with a Roger report. He saw number two. I don't think he saw number one. Even after that song, dude? Dang it. Dang, man. I Blame him, man. Well, that brings us to a very fun <laughs> segment with this beautiful wheel we have I here, folks. That was, just to put a little little bow, a on, bow that, on it, I was, I'm pleasantly surprised by that time we just had watching that movie. Me too. Unpleasantly surprised. Pleasantly, because I was, I was, I was shaking in my boots. I was, I was, I was like, dude, I'm. Remember, I told you yesterday, I wasn't excited about today for some reason. Yeah, but here we are. Here we are. I had one hell of a good time. So we're not adding anything to the wheel, is that right? We're not. So we're out of movies to add. So instead, we'll take Boondock Saints off the wheel and instead replace it with the letters. I literally thought that was your finger making that noise. Oh, really? (laughs) I was like, oh my god. We're gonna give it an S. Give it a P. Give it an I. Give it a N. So those of you who are still listening, yeah, I'm man. wondering what Th- the fill them in. Yeah, thank you. Um, so this season we're doing 20 movies. Yep. And we're not refilling in the wheel. We took polls, and you guys responded, and yep. we narrowed it down. Yeah. So once we 
We're we're past our ten. Yeah, dude. And ten go on the wheel. We're at yep. twelve. We got eight left. Yeah, man. Eight what are more. the what are those eight, Jason? The eight are face off. Yeah. Face off. <laughs> Clueless. Clueless. I wrote Clueless really weird. And so, let me see. It's like so small. I barely can like oh, wow. understand what that says. I like how they're all everyone is facing a different direction. <laughs> Dante Speak. <laughs> yep. Ace don't, Ventura. Don't skip yep. my comment. Dark Crystal. Uh, Cliffhanger. Uh, vertical limit. Batman and Robin. Oh. And that's it, boys. Fuck. And then what happens if it lands on those other two? We spin again. Spin it again. I can't wait to spin again. So what do you want? What do you not want? I do not want Dark Crystal. Okay. I do want Ace Ventura. Plenty. I don't want Dark Crystal. I do want Vertical Limit. This is it. This, this is, is your the moment, day dude. I'm getting my Vertical Limit on. I want <laughs> I'm stoked on all of these movies except for Cliffhanger. I mm. hate you. And You're stoked I, on Dark Crystal. Yeah. Okay, whatever. If I have to pick one, I've been saying this from the beginning and it still hasn't been rolled Dante's or spun. Dante's Peak. All right, man. Get Let's Briefy see. back in the studio. Here yeah, we go, Briefy, boys. here we go. I'm going to put it right here. This is it. it right this there. is Vertical Limit. Give it a good spin. Good spin. I hope we get to spin again. Oh, my <laughs> Clueless. God. Clueless. Does this Samantha! mean we get your wife? Oh, I think we get Samantha. Your wife is coming to the studio, dude. Holy shit. Tell her to clear her Saturday morning, bro. <laughs> okay, uh, she's busy this Saturday, actually, but we can talk about that. We'll yeah, talk we'll, about talk, it. we'll talk. Maybe, maybe it's gonna be a Sunday one. Yeah. Uh, so let's do a little preview on that. That this is a person who watches no movies. None. Like yes. we can't. We cannot get her to watch a movie. I've known Samantha for three years, four years, something like that, and we have watched one movie together, one and movie. it was Secret Life. Oh no, How to Train Your Dragon three. Yes, <laughs> and it was. A challenge, and we had a good time, but one movie with me, the in, movie guy, the movie in three years. I know. Yeah, I've uh, <sighs> Samantha. For those of you who don't know, uh, which is pro, you know, whoever's listening here. Yeah, that's my wife. We've been together for about nine years, I think. How many movies y'all done? Uh, it's definitely under ten. Wow, it's probably around five and. Under five, yeah. I, I think. Yeah. If I had You're to thinking like four. Yeah. I mean, we're talking no interest in these movies. No. None. Now, I do know, I'll speak for her, I do know she's seen this one many a time. She loves this movie. From uh, being a kid. Yeah. And so, like, families getting together. All, when you get together with your cousins and everything, yeah, and yeah. you watch movies, this is one thing. And, and she said that if we put Clueless on the wheel and land on it, she would join us in the studio. And now we finally, this is the best day I ever did. Yeah, are you going to text our picture? <laughs> Hell yeah, it. dude. Oh, here, put your face up behind it. Oh, well, that doesn't work. This right. is interesting content for those listening. It is. They love it. <laughs> they don't care. All right, guys. Okay, so that's our take on the Boondock Saints. Woo! That is three ehus around the board. Three hoos. Next week, we are coming at you with Clueless featuring Jason Gray's wife, Samantha. And, and Paul it, Rudd. And Paul Rudd. I totally forgot Paul Rudd. Eternally young Paul Looks Rudd. exactly the same from I that know. movie to now. What the fuck's he taking? I want some. Sexiest man alive. <laughs> yeah, there it is. And we gotta go, folks. <laughs> I'm Jeremy Miller. I'm Jason Gray. I'm Jason Flynn. See you next week.